Welcome to the Fire Trainers Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Our podcast is part of the concealedcarry.com network, sponsored by XS Sites. Today, we'll have another listener-requested topic, and we'll be part two of setting up your firearm training business. We bring you this podcast, Sport in the Industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website, ftaprotect.com, to learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10. I've been a member of theirs for over two years now and can say it's been a real easy to deal with them to get certificates of insurance for each of the sites I teach at. So please check them out. This episode is brought to you by the Concealed Carry Gun Tools app. The best resource for any firearm instructor and their students is also free. Available for both Apple and Android devices. Search your app store for Concealed Carry Gun Tools today and download this free app. Find maps, gun businesses near you, legal summaries, articles, videos, training logs in this podcast. Don't miss a beat on the industry. Download the app today. Welcome. We have Brian Holmes back again for part two of our uh, two-part series. Uh, for those listeners that may not have listened to part one so far, Brian, can you give our listeners a little bit of who Brian Holmes is? Yeah. So I, uh, I've been around for a lot of years in what I call the people business, but my, most of my adult life, I've been in the training business by training. I mean, teaching, training, classroom learning, uh, of course, in the last 12 years or so firearms training, uh, I, I just, I love training people. I love training trainers. And so I, I've really been around that field now for 20 or so years, my primary source of income has come from business consulting and coaching business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, and specifically last episode, we talked, we, we began talking about the business side of firearms instruction because most instructors, uh, they have a deep passion to train in firearms and to be on the range and to help people learn how to handle firearms, but they're not necessarily, uh, you know, dialed in on legal things, financial things, and most importantly, how to build a business. How do you mm -hmm. scale structure and really run a business? And so we were really talking about last week, the, uh, the five building blocks for building a successful training business. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get into those in a minute. And again, want to thank another Brian who uh, emailed this suggestion into me and we got Brian Holmes here to uh, talk about it. We and, Brian's are very special. I'm just going to yep, tell you right special now. Special Brian's. Brian, <laughs> Brian squared there to Brian one and Brian two. But in the uh, first episode, uh, part one, we talked about the five building blocks and we covered, uh, we covered steps one through three. And those were developing the learning, a lifestyle of learning, running your business like a business and then uh, cover your assets. And then in this episode, we're going to be talking about marketing as well as going along and getting your financial systems together. So let's uh, dive right into it. Because I think those are going to be two very fascinating uh, topics for our listeners uh, for it. Uh, when it comes to marketing, how do, how do we make that work? Well, you know, this, this goes for any business, Rob. Uh, man, in the last year to 18 months, uh, has marketing changed or has marketing changed? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, you I mean, can see that on TV, radio, everything. They've, everything's they've, uh, changed. changed. Mm -hmm. and, and here's the truth. Before COVID uh, came around and really rocked the entire world, uh, marketing was moving at the speed of technology. And, and, you know, so 
quite honestly, uh, you know, years ago it was, it was mailers and mail outs and your mailing list was important. Then it was your email list and then it was your social media following. And then it was your Instagram, this, and it, the, so everything's migrating and it's, it's so much more rapid pace now, but now with the advent of COVID, especially talking about the firearms training business, marketing is a different animal altogether. And so we've got to find innovative ways to, to reach people. So let's just talk about the concept of marketing. What is marketing? Marketing is how do I get the name and the offering that my company is putting out there in front of people who need, want, and are willing to pay for what I have? So the need in our world today could, could not be greater. If you think about it in the last 15 months or so, the number of firearms sold mm-hmm. to individuals for the first time has been into the millions and millions and millions. Plus and six million from an NSF mm, uh, standpoint. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I, I suspect that does not include, if I'm, if I'm correct, that does not include people who had already purchased firearms before and were adding to their collections. Right. Uh, let, me just, let me just add this real quick. No matter what state you live in, usually you have some kind of a CCW or in our state, it's called the license to carry or the LTC laws. Uh, and so in, in my state, for example, there's a, there's a uh, four-hour classroom portion and about a two or three hour range and proficiency portion required to get your license in the state of Texas to carry a gun concealed. Well, here's the deal. There's so little training done on the gun in that class. Most of it's the laws and the legal ramifications that most people leave their, their licensing class feeling as though they've actually mastered the gun when they've not even begun to understand the gun. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying is, whether you're looking at it from the standpoint of people that need training that don't even really recognize they need training, or the fact that you've got this monster number of new gun owners that have never touched a gun before, uh, quite frankly, our market is limitless right now, but there's a big but here, all right? And some butts are bigger than other butts, by the way, okay? Here's the, <laughs> I was trying to make Rob laugh. I'm watching yeah. Rob here. Uh, here. Here's the thing about that. You can have the finest product the most effective training. You can be the the nicest guy or gal instructor. You can really have a tremendous touch with people's hearts and being able to communicate with them. You can, you can have all of the goods and have a massive market of people that need what you have. But if you can't bridge the gap between what they need and what you offer, if you can't make it available to them in a way that attracts them to you and gets them to make a buying decision, then you've been ineffective at marketing, okay? Marketing is about tapping into the market that exists. So with that said, let's talk about kind of what that looks like. What do you, what do you, how do you really approach marketing? Number one, I believe you need to know your market. My market in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, where I live, is quite different than in uh, Vicksburg, Mississippi, right? It's still people, it's still handguns or rifles or whatever platform you're teaching on, but, but the numbers are different. The number of instructors in my area might differ. Uh, there may be a lot of, uh, there may be no ranges in Vicksburg. There may be 20 ranges in Dallas-Fort Worth. So there, there's a lot of different variables that you need to understand. So doing some homework on, 
on demographics, on available ranges, on your competition, on all those types of things, uh, it's very important to know. Number two, really in that same category of knowing your market is who is your ideal client? I personally don't want to do an all ladies class. Now, before you jump to conclusions, I've done many all ladies classes, but for various reasons, I prefer to have uh, a a mixed group of people. Uh, I like to have men and ladies on my range and, and I, I can explain why. So my wife is a school teacher and, and on several occasions I've done classes for her school teacher friends and it's been 20 ladies in a classroom for four or five hours. Then I take them to the range for two or three hours and there's more giggling, more, more side talking, more yak yak going on. I mean, don't go, don't, don't fuss at me, but I'm just saying there, there's a dynamic that I have to shift my teaching style too. So my, particularly, I like to have a mixed class because it tends to be a little bit more effective for me. When I teach an all ladies class, for example, I make sure I have my daughter with me. She's a firearms instructor. She's a certified RSO. She's super proficient with a handgun. She's great with safety. She's a great set of eyes for me. The point is that who do you want to teach? Who, who do you really feel most comfortable teaching, most effective teaching? And you can choose just to market to that very niched down group of people. Uh, you have to know your market in this way too. What limitations may impact uh, what you're able to offer your community? You know, there may be things going on in your community that that greatly restrict your ability to offer certain classes. Uh, there may be other things going on in your community that that greatly amplify the opportunity for offering certain classes. You need to know what your community needs, wants, and is asking for, and that takes some investigation, some homework. So know your market number one. Anything you want? I saw, I saw you light up there. Do you want to add something to that? No, I, th- I think it's uh, really good because as you're talking about know your market, you know, there's some markets, you know, that are fluent that you can get away with a high price class and yeah. offer, you know, say like multi-day class because, you know, people are expecting that or willing to right. pay for it. And if you're, a, if you're in a middle, lower income area, if you try the same price point, nobody's got that kind of spare change in their pocket, That's right. and, but you might do better offering a four-hour class and, and offering it in small chunks where they can better afford it. And And that's that's where you want to know your market. Mm -hmm. You got to know what people's capabilities are uh, financially, you know, time-wise, all those types of things. And and I'm telling you, it really does vary market by market. Yeah. Well, even, even today's market, you know, there's a, there's a ammunition crunch going to where, you know, ammo that used to be, you know, 18 cents around is now, you know, 50 cents, maybe almost, you know, I've seen nine millimeter going for almost a dollar round. Yep. And yep. when you go along and think about it, if you go along and say, Hey, we're going to do this great class Saturday, but it's going to be a 500 round class. And I'm going <laughs> to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to sell it for a hundred bucks. So it's more affordable for people. You've got to also realize that they may have to fork out 500 bucks just for nine millimeter ammo, or, you know, yeah. maybe it's not 500, maybe it's 400, but that that's where you've got to go along and understand. And I know I've done previous podcasts say, you know, how do you go along, trim back on the ammunition uh, requirement for a class and still hit the quality for it? And those are all points that you've got to take into consideration because economics, um, you know, unless you're Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or somebody else like that, you know, money is an object and you've got to, you got to be able to justify that spend over, you know, going, going along and taking family on vacation or doing something with your house, those types of things. This might be a bit of a rabbit trail, but I think it's worth going down for just two minutes. And that is this, uh, you touched on something right now that is a very real 
problem and challenge for a lot of instructors. So one of the greatest challenges we're facing right now was an ammunition shortage. Ammo tends to be coming back now and available, mm-hmm. but it's 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 Still very expensive. It's so expensive, and it's not just expensive for me and you, the instructor. It, like you just said a minute ago, it really limits what our students can do. So here's the thing: if all a student can afford to bring to a class is one box of fifty rounds then we we probably can't get done. So what do we have to do as instructor? We have to adjust to the market. And so there's some fantastic tools uh, that have been coming out the last couple of years that quite honestly, Rob, allow us to teach a full-out gun class 100% dry fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, the, the guys at concealedcarry.com, they carry a product called Barrel Block uh, mm-hmm. from Block Safety. And it's one of the finest training tools. I teach entire classes and never fire around, but people come out of there like really solid. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to innovate a little bit. We have to think out of the box a little bit to, to make sure we know our market, know what people are dealing with. And, and there's no reason why you can't teach a class just because there's an ammo issue. You can, but you have to just think a little differently. So anyway, a little rabbit trail, but I think it's so yeah. worth bringing well, up. Well, I think one thing you bring up too, and I'll just uh, underscore this because we've talked about this in previous podcasts. We have an ammunition challenge now, but I think there's probably instructors out there right now that go along and say that, you know, you know, they, they're an hour's drive away from a range and yeah. barrel block, uh, cert guns, uh, laser X, all those kind of products, all those products could allow you to do it. in yeah, you know, literally your basement or in a yep. church, uh, you know, classroom, something along those lines and never have to actually go to a firing range until you've gotten them to a certain proficiency level to say, Hey, let's go out and, you know, tomorrow we'll meet at the range and we'll fire off 50 rounds. And that could be a lot more you know, right. financially doable than going along and saying, Hey, bring 500 rounds, you know, at five, uh, 500 bucks a piece in order to you know do the do the range portion of this listen in the last 18 months i have probably taught eight or ten classes i'm talking about multi-day classes and we've shot no more than about 50 to 100 rounds total i mean i'm talking about like since during covid and and in the last eight nine months where we i've done them in gymnasiums church classrooms uh hotel ballrooms uh an office complex that has a general meeting area. I've done them in all kinds of places. I've even done them on my grass range, my private range, but with no ammo mm-hmm. outdoors, right? So the point is that you can do it. There's just too many great tools out there now. Uh, you just have to think a little differently. Let's go on to the next one here real quick. Let's talk a little bit about traditional marketing methods. Okay, everybody's going to be familiar with these. Word of mouth, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Handing out your business cards, letting everybody you know, personally know that, Hey, I'm doing firearms training now. I'd really love it. If you'd refer people to me, you know, those types of things, Facebook ads have been off and on for the years. Facebook's algorithms, their rules, their ever changing rules. I mean, to me, that's becoming more and more troublesome, but that has been a traditional way of, of, of promoting certain things that we do in this industry, newspaper ads, like in local newspaper, local magazines, uh, you know, partnering with, with, uh, you know, local, uh, new, uh, like retailers and putting flyers in their stores. If they'll let you, I've got a, I've got a couple of uh, uh, restaurants and retailers and friends of mine in the area here where I, I had these nice little uh, stand-up cards printed for my classes, and I've got them standing up all over the place around town. People find me that way. These are things you can do that are fairly traditional, but but mm-hmm. in today's market, I think there's some other things you can do to really really fill up classes. And you, you alluded to this a while ago, 
we were talking, it might have been in the previous episode even, but I'm telling you what, one of the most powerful ways in my mind in today's world to fill up paid classes is to offer a free class or seminar. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, you know, being a guy who was in church ministry, pastoral church ministry for many, many years of my life, uh, churches especially, uh, schools, various organizations are, are, I mean, they don't know what to do with, with the potential idea of a mass shooter or a, an active shooter situation. And there, there's some really great active shooter seminar materials out there. I know the USCCA has a great mm-hmm. one. Uh, I know that uh, the NRA has one. I know that uh, who's the guy? There's a whole, there's an an organization that does a lot of that. Uh, yeah, we've or, we've had Chris Maloney on from yes. Sheepdog Church Security. Uh, USCCA has their counting mass shooter threat plus their targeted uh, church security. Um, and there's a lot so, of other different groups out there that do uh, so, church security type of uh, classes. The, these are what I call top of funnel marketing opportunities. So here's just let's paint the scenario. Let's say you go you 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 set an appointment with four or five or six of the the local churches in your area with their pastors with their elders whoever it is that you want to talk to and you say to them here's the thing this is a very real situation in our world today in my area I can say hey last year year before last in Fort Worth you saw the video on the news this can happen anywhere right mm-hmm. uh, and so at the end of the day I go and I say I what I want to do I want to I want to really help our community and give back this is what I do for a living. This is how I'm trained. These are my certifications. I want to come in and I want to serve your church by offering you, your elders, your your board, your your constituents, your your members, a free seminar on on safety and dealing with an active shooter situation. And you can do a one hour seminar. You can do a three. I mean, there's so much material. You can do one or an all day mm-hmm. seminar if you want to. And you offer it for zero dollars. But on every dadgum break. And at the end of the seminar, you make a simple pitch. Listen, you know, I'm Brian Holmes. I I have PRP training solutions here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And what we do is we train people for situations like this. And at the back of the room here, you're going to find information about our our license to carry classes, about our defensive handgun classes, about our hand-to-hand classes. And we would be honored to serve you. You know, and I'll tell you what, I have filled up more classes doing that kind of stuff than you can because people walk back there and they go online and my classes fill up. Mm-hmm. And so the, the point is doing stuff like that is some of the best activity you can do to fill up classes. And most people just don't want to go do that, but they need to. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another one along the same lines would be like a free kids safety class because Absolutely. Who, who brings the kids to the class? A gun safety class. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, parents at the same time, you know, just open up newspaper, you know, do a simple Google search, oh, any yeah. of those. And you can find, you know, story after story after story to where a kid goes over a friend's house and they start playing around with, you know, a gun they found, or they get a hold of a parent gun or, or yep. something along those lines and something tragic happens. And those are all great reminders about how we, as the gun owners, we, as the parents really have the responsibility to make sure our kids know that, you know, if they find a gun, you know, they shouldn't play with it. You know, they should go and get an adult. Or, you know, at a certain point, they're obviously going to become old enough and they're going to be trusted, but, you know, make sure they're educated so they don't go along and replicate what they see in a video game or replicate what they see on TV type of thing, because that's where the tragedies come to, come in. And that's just from a lack of uh, knowledge and understanding on their parts, but they're the ones that are going to pay the price for the rest of their life. 
No, no doubt. No doubt, man. I mean, the, the, the list of possibilities here in this area are just so long. I think about this, you know, uh, realtors, think about realtors that are going to show houses mm-hmm. <laughs> and, they're, and they're meeting total strangers for the first time and going in a, an empty house. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I, I've offered these types of seminars every week. There's a two hour meeting at every realty office in America, just about. And offer to go in and speak for 30 minutes or, or 50 on, on personal safety, what to look for, what to watch for, and then offer all those realtors, hey, man, I'm do, I do this training. I've got this class. I'm telling you, man, there, stuff like that, strategic partnerships with local businesses. Like there's quite a few businesses in the area that I've put cards up at, but I've also, I've also got some that have made me their exclusive training referral source. In other words, they sell guns. They send their students to me or their, mm-hmm. their gunners to me. So you can do things like I, I did uh, last year, excuse me, in 2019, I did a referral program. If someone referred three people to me, they got a, a $400 gift certificate for any of my classes, $400. That's great. They could use that for ammo, whatever they wanted to use it for, uh, gun rental, whatever they wanted to use it for. And I, I'm, I'm, I want to reward people for sending me business, new business, right? So there's just so many things that you can do to fill up. If you can imagine, I can't draw it for you in an audio podcast here, but if you can imagine that the shape of a funnel at the top, it's really wide. It's really big. You want to fill up that activity so much at the top to where people are coming into your funnel. And as they, as they flow down through that funnel, they're, they're purchasing, uh, you know, a $29 class, a $49 class. Then they get up to those classes that are multi-days. It might be $150 or $200. But they're going to track with you if you if you keep delivering a great product and you show them that you're carrying, carrying them through the process, they will keep investing with you until you bring them at the end of that funnel and they're really trained, really proficient gun owners and responsible gun owners. So uh, marketing is a really, really big deal. Yeah. I think one point I would bring up, you know, we're talking about firearm instructors here, but at the same time, when you're talking about realtors, when you're talking about businesses, teachers, things like that, you know, there are other training that you can give them, you know, such as taser training. And we had, uh, we had, you know, uh, taser on an episode 34, uh, talking about you've got mace, you know, uh, that you can go along and use those. Those are things that people can carry that are not as offensive as a firearm, but, and we, as instructors, firearm instructors, and it's same thing as a funnel, we need to be very broad and be able to say, you know, if you, if, if some, if you are a realtor and you've got somebody in your house, you know, what kind of, you know, pepper spray should you be using? You know, do you use the, the fogging? Do you use the stream? Do you use the gel? Mm-hmm. Those types of things, you know, how do you use a taser device? Um, even from the standpoint of some simple, basic, um, open hand, uh, skills, you know, how would you yeah. go along and get somebody's hand off your wrist if they grabbed, you know, a realtor. And those are the types of things that in 30 minutes, you can't make somebody an expert, but can you get, get them to be a little bit more knowledgeable about their own safety? Yeah. And I'll, I'll speak, um, specifically uh, here in Cincinnati area about three years ago, we had a rash of homes that were burglarized, not, you know, breaking in the front door. They're burglarized during, uh, uh, realtor open houses. You know, yep. they come in and it was a lady and a guy. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, you know, we're missing all this jewelry and different things like that. One of the realtors that had an open house uh, was actually a friend of mine. And he, he talked about how embarrassing that is to be called up a couple hours later. And it's like, wait a minute, we're missing all this gold and all these diamonds. Like, um, okay. 
I, you know, nobody inventories a house before you have an open house, but the owners knew it. And these people, you know, several months later, uh, screwed up and they actually got caught, but it's one of those things that goes along, you know, could he have been done a little better if he'd been more aware of where people were and what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, here's the thing. It goes back to what we said a while ago about knowing your market. Mm -hmm. Uh, so not only know your market, figure out who your ideal client is, figure out what the, the needs and the wants of that market are, but here's the thing about it as, as a provider of a service, I want to be thinking like my potential students, what questions are they asking? What objections are they bringing up? You know, I, there's a certain percentage of the population that's going to say, I don't ever want to carry a gun. So what are my options to defend myself? Like you were mm -hmm. saying a moment ago, yep. these, if I want to think of everything that they, they might be thinking and, and, and answer this question, is this something that I want to offer as a part of my business? If it is, then how do I incorporate it? If I'm not qualified to teach it, who can I partner with in my city who can bring that in and I can offer it through my, my business? So the point is, is that there's so many ways. And again, think about this. If you offer a, uh, a mace class or, or a pepper spray class, for example, I mean, there, there are full classes you can do on that. I can bring mm -hmm. somebody else and let them, I can pay them the 99.9% .9 of whatever comes in for registrations to do that class. But now I've got a whole new referral source and I've met a need in my community. They're going to talk about, man, this company over here, they do great work. You want to mm -hmm. do gun training? Man, that's what they do. Exactly. Because I, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm filling a need. Even if I'm not the guy getting paid for every everything that happens in my classroom, it's okay. I want to to meet the needs of my market because it's going to serve me well in the long term. And that feeds back into your first point, word of mouth marketing. If you word can go along and say, hey, I just took this this taser class, this pepper spray class. This is really great, really great. Well, you know, I'd like to do get my concealed carry license. Oh, well, they do those classes too type yep. of thing. Yep. And that's, that's where right. you want them to say, you know, whenever somebody says, hey, you know, I want to do this. Oh, I know this great company that does, you know, pepper spray or tasers or, yep. or does their concealed carry or even the people have concealed carry. You know, I went to the, went to the class and I learned so much more than just how to go along and shoot at a uh, paper target. You know, I've got yeah. mo dynamic movement. I've got whole Holster draws. I've got you know different different kind of carry modes. Those types of things that people start talking about, and they bring back uh, they bring themselves back as well as uh, their friends and family. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let's talk a little bit about the financial piece. Yeah, this too, is gonna be, I, that's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, I I expect that most of the instructors listening to this uh, this particular episode uh, are doing this because they they love to do it. They're a passionate, passionate instructor. We all know that, uh, you know, you got to be operating on a pretty huge scale to, to make this a full-time business. However, I will tell you, if you market right, deliver a great product, and really do things with excellence, you can, you can get paid pretty well doing this business. But a couple things. Uh, first of all, it amazes me, Rob, how many instructors have never – thought to set up some mechanisms so they can get paid. They just mm -hmm. say, well, you can, you can just write me a check or bring me a money order or, you know, or I'll take cash. That's, that's one way to get paid. But I'll tell you what, in today's world, I mean, think about it. My, my kids use apps to move money. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my kids are in their twenties and thirties. So I, well, my kids are in their 20s. I don't have any in their 30s yet, but I'm saying <laughs> you're looking ahead. That, I understand that 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 age bracket of kids they they think in terms of 
can I can I Zello that to you or whatever that thing is? Or can I Venmo, Cash App, or Venmo, or and and you know whatever. Uh, You know, if somebody goes to my website, can they pay right there on the spot for their class on my? So I'm telling you, if you tell them, hey, call me and we'll we'll take your payment over the phone. You are you're going to lose a lot of people that way. So what I tell people, instructors, is this: uh, if people want to give you their money, make it easy for them to give you their money. And you may have multiple formats you can do that in. Uh, if you're looking for a registration platforms, for example, uh, you know, have a formal registration process where you collect information from your students while they're registering, right? Uh, walk them all the way through registering, getting their information, providing them what they need to know about the class, and taking their money. Uh, you know, a very at the very least, you can use a service like uh, Eventbrite. I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of Eventbrite or Eventzilla is a great one too, for for doing like parties and events and ticket sales and things like that. But I know a lot of instructors that sell that that do registrations through Eventbrite or through Eventzilla. And there's nothing if that's what you got, that's what you got. You can embed their their registration uh, units right into your website or right onto a web page. It's easy mm-hmm. to do. And does the credit card uh, processing yeah. for you and the check all that. the check uh, AC all those types of things automatically things. And, and that's what people get people are used to because i went to a concert with inventbrite yeah. hey I'll, I'll sign up for a training class through inventbrite Absolutely. so it's something to consider so there's nothing wrong with that but that's that's definitely an entry-level way of doing it uh square or square up i think it's called is a great uh merchant account type deal you can invoice people you can do send them a link to pay a bill things like that. Stripe is an integration tool that a lot of people are using now on various platforms. PayPal, of course, has been around forever. Now, when we talk about a, kind of an all-in-one deal, there are three, two or three, that I, I want to mention here. I'm not trying to advocate one over the other. I think all are better than none. <laughs> uh, if you are a USCCA instructor, the USCCA's portal continues to get better. They keep adding features to it, mm-hmm. making it easier, listing all your classes there. People can register straight through there, pay through there, the whole deal. You get paid directly as the instructor. And there's no uh, credit card processing fee either if, nope, you, if they nope. uh, pay through there. I'm telling you, they they're, they continue to try to make that better and better and better for their instructors. And it's just a great built-in benefit of being an instructor with that organization. Uh, another one, of course, is concealedcarry.com. You know, Jacob Paulson and Riley Bowman, those guys, they have a network of instructors. Now, they have a process you go through to become a part of that network and sort of approved into that. But if you're, if you're there, you can list any classes you do. You're licensed to carry classes. You can, you can list your defensive handgun classes. Uh, by the way, they're really, they have a phenomenal instructor program with their guardian system uh, mm-hmm. curriculum. It's fantastic. So they, they have an entire platform for that. That's just kind of a one-stop shop deal. Another one that I came across a few years ago that I, I have a very high regard for is shootingclasses.com. Uh, those guys over there have done a fantastic job with that portal. In fact, if you're not going to build your own website, you could just have a shootingclasses.com website because they that you have your own landing page with all your information there, several pages and tabs where you can do an about page about the instructor. You know, it's just a... My point is there's no excuse for not having a registration and money processing platform. You can do this. There's just too many great options out there. Uh, so Eventzilla is Eventbrite, SquareUp, Stripe, PayPal, uh, the USCCA's portal, shootingclasses.com, concealcarry.com. These are all places where for little or no money at all, you can get set up and have a phenomenal deal. Now, 
you mentioned Venmo and uh, what's the other one? Zella. Yep. Zella. I mean, here's the thing. I know a lot of guys who are doing that now. Hey, just I'll send you a link. You can just pay me on Zella. Fantastic. The easier you can make it for your clients, the better. I want to give you one word of warning on those apps. It's it's you really can't do a full registration form on those apps. You can get paid for sure, but I I just go back to that record keeping uh, talk we we talked about a little bit. I'm a big believer in keeping good records, and I feel like you need to have some pretty thorough records on your your students that are coming. Know a little bit know a little bit about your students before they show up at your class. Is what I'm trying to say, and so make sure you're covering that base as well. So that's the how to get paid piece. Now, let's talk about bookkeeping and accounting. We've emphasized in that first session we did. Hey Brian, before we yeah. jump onto that one one note, I would like yeah. to make when it comes to payment systems is yeah. if you go along and you're doing training uh, strictly. All these uh, payment systems are probably equally good with uh, being able to process. If you're getting into ammunition or selling guns and you're being advertising yeah. that on, on it, keep one thing in mind. Some of these, and specifically like uh, PayPal, um, yep. do not like anything that has That's to correct. do with ammunition or or guns. And those are things you got to got to keep in mind because the last thing you want to do is be running your business, things be going good with your marketing, yeah. and all of a sudden have PayPal freeze everything to where all your marketing is going to be going to a dead link. So yeah, that's a great point. And let me let me just add to that real quickly here. So the ones that I mentioned were all training specific. In fact, uh, if you're going to be if you're an FFL, for example, or you're going to be doing anything that's maybe outside the boundaries of training, uh, there are three or four that I'm aware of really great merchant accounts that you can set up or companies that do merchant accounts for credit card processing that are gun friendly uh, merchants or banks. And you need to seek those out. You know, you'll find some of those advertised through the USCCA, through the NRA, uh, different other publications out there. But the point is, is that make sure you're getting with a group that's uh, clearant, C-L-E-A-R-E-N-T, I think it is. Clearant is one that's really gun friendly that I know of. Uh, but there are others out there. But you're right. You know, anything related to gun, certain gun parts, things like that, make sure you're working through a completely different merchant uh, account that's gun friendly for sure. Yeah. And you can, you can go along and uh, find out who these are, or who other instructors are using by getting out on uh, Facebook and uh, just starting a conversation up with them because everybody, we're all in the same boat. We all have the same pain with it and we're all trying to go do the same goal. So, yeah. So let's wrap this up here on the bookkeeping and accounting. Yep, piece. Let's do that. If you're going to, if you're going to treat your business like a business, uh, it is imperative in my mind as a business consultant, I will tell you, um, you need a great set of books. And that used to be so cumbersome and so uh, ominous and so challenging. But there are some phenomenal systems out there today that you can use that make this so simple. Uh, I'll recommend a few to you. Research them for yourself. But FreshBooks is uh, an accounting and bookkeeping and invoicing software that is just, it's built for small business. It's built for entrepreneurs. It's built to be very simplistic. I love it. Okay. You might spend 20 bucks a month, 12 bucks a month, whatever it is uh, for their base package, which is all you'd need, but absolutely phenomenal. Another one is waveapps.com, W-A-V-E-A-P-P-S.com. Uh, that one is actually a free service. It has some limitations. You don't get paid quite as quickly, but understand this, Wave Apps does invoicing, credit card processing, all your bookkeeping, everything. 
Uh, it's a great system. Great, great system. QuickBooks, of course, is is the standard in the accounting world. Uh, QuickBooks has been around forever, and uh, you can do anything you need to do with QuickBooks. Uh, a great way to keep track of your expenses is Expensify. It's called Expensify.com. And uh, it's not a bookkeeping or accounting software, but it does have a phenomenal uh, expense tracking, mileage tracking uh, type of a a platform. And it integrates with these other platforms that are bookkeeping platforms. So just make sure for, for tax purposes, for keeping great records, running your business like a business, that you have something in place. Uh, if necessary, have a bookkeeper or somebody help you getting it set up. But once it's set up, it should be pretty easy to run. Yeah. And keep in mind, if you use these books, keeping services and different things like that, come tax time, you know, that dreaded time of oh, year, my gosh. you can go along and hit a couple reports and see what your mileage is, get, and get a done. couple reports and you've got all the different uh, totals to pu- plug into the tax return or give it to your accountant to do, but you'll be paying them less because you've already done the work of categorizing expenses Absolutely. up front. Yeah. And and listen, you know what a lot of this has to do with Rob? It it really goes back to what we talked about at the very beginning. Uh, I know you want to train people with firearms and that's, that's noble. It's wonderful. It's incredible. Uh, But you are a professional. I, I need, I need instructors to understand you are not an average Joe Schmo or Sally Schmo anymore. You people see you with an instructor certification, and in their mind, they're looking at their medical doctor. They're looking at their surgeon they're, because they're coming for firearms expertise, and they view you as the guy or the gal that can deliver the goods. And so it, it's not just a worthy and noble profession. It is a profession, and you must behave like, run your business like, and think like a professional. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where a lot, of, a lot of instructors need to make the shift. All right, we love shooting and training, but we've got to shift to a business ownership and professional mindset. And then we can really serve our market so much more effectively if we do that. Yeah. I think the one thing that popped my mind is you were talking about being a professional. Um, If you think about your doctor, you go to your family, MD, general uh, practitioner and such, you go to them with all your questions on your medical problems and you are expecting them to have a very broad base of knowledge. They may not be a surgeon, but at the same time, you're hoping they can go along and do a couple tests and identify, is that spot on your arm cancerous or is it just a mole that can be frozen off? Is your, you know, is, is the problem, you know, with your hip, is that something that has to be, you know, worked on or can it be done through physical therapy? And when you look at that, similar to the way it goes to a firearm instructor or a self-defense instructor, as we've talked about in several mm-hmm. different ways, um, you know, people are going to come to you and be able to say, Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to have to deal with a gun, but I'm afraid of this or that, you know, in the neighborhood I live and they expect you to go along and say, well, you know, there's other ways of doing that. You've got pepper spray, you've got uh, tasers, and you also have open hand skills. So no matter where you are, you'll have some way that you can go along and defend yourself. And that's really the you know, the noble profession that we're in, you know, a lot of times we call ourselves uh, fire instructors, but in reality, we are self-defense instructors and in self-defense becomes a lot of power and responsibility for people to really uh, understand what they can do. And also at the same time, uh, feel empowered that they're not, they don't have to be a victim that they can actually go along and, you know, beat somebody who's 
bigger, taller than they are by just having the better knowledge. And you are that knowledge resource they're coming to. You're the one. So, yep. So, yep. That's so, the thing, man. I tell you well, what, I, I'm excited about instructors thinking in terms of, of business, running a business, because here's the thing. In today's world, with all the scrutiny we get in this industry, we need to really be on our toes, do things the right way, and represent this industry in a great way. So I encourage you to do that. Yep. There's a, so much out there and so many good people. Um, it, it's, it's, it's great. Well, Hey yep. Brian, um, last, uh, part one, we asked you about an influential, uh, instructor or book, uh, for you give us a book. Do you have, uh, somebody, <laughs> do you have a name or somebody or another book to, uh, give our listeners that, that maybe they should go out and check out. I tell you what, I have met so many, uh, people over the years that have impacted me in my own gun training. But I, I have to give a shout out to someone that you know. Uh, when I was uh, introduced to this gentleman and got to know him, did some training alongside of him, not in one of his classes, but in another class we were in together, and then got to train under him, and then later got to train with him. By, that, by with, I mean like as an instructor alongside of him. He might be one of the greatest communicators, instructors, and and just phenomenal trainers I've ever been around. And that's Jason Speller. Uh, Jason is the founder of uh, Draw School for Law Enforcement, has traveled all over the nation teaching law enforcement officers and SWAT teams and all kinds of things. And uh, even has a beautiful civilian program out there now that's just incredible. But the point is, is that uh, he's just a stand-up guy, gentle, uh, has this ability to communicate concepts and just pull people through the knot hole and get them where they need to be. So I shout out to him. Great instructor. He impacted me a lot. And then I've had the privilege of working with him and watching him do what he does so well. So uh, definitely Jason. Yep. Well, we had Jason on in episode nine. So if anybody wants to go along and listen to uh, yeah. Jason and the barrel block, uh, just pull up uh, episode number nine. It's, it's uh, really yeah. great when uh, guests uh, re reference other guests we've had on as far as being great instructors, because we're always trying to bring the best information forward. And when we've already brought another guest on to talk about something else, that just validates the level of people we bring on. So now, I want to say one more, one more thing here about Jason and, and I, I'm not saying this to blow smoke. I'm telling you uh, in this industry, you know, that uh, ego tends to sometime show itself, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jason is, is one of the most humble and sweet and, and genuine guys confident as he is uh, all get outs with what he does. Cause he does it so well. But uh, never intimidates, never makes you feel less than, just has a, a real gift at, at, uh, at helping people. And I'm just, uh, he's been a great example to me along that line, especially in this industry. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Well, where can uh, our instructors, if they've got questions about part one or part two, um, find you and uh, some of the stuff that you're, you're doing, uh, Brian? Yeah, sure. So they can uh, check me out at brianholmes.com, contact me through the website there. I'd be happy to to have chats with you or talk to you about anything that I can help you with. But uh, that's, that's where we're hanging out. That's where we do a lot of our business consulting is brianholmes.com. Uh, and you also have a uh, podcast that you've uh, got on your website there too, if anybody wants to go along and uh, listen yeah. to that. Got 385 episodes, I think, on there. Uh, we've we've pushed pause on the podcast here for about two years, but uh, there's so much incredible content on personal development, leadership development, so on and so forth. So yeah, mm -hmm. yep. So if somebody wants to get into some binge uh, listening, it's yeah. uh, all out there. 
So thanks again, Brian, for uh, all your time in part one and part two, and uh, look forward to maybe uh, down the road, we'll come back and uh, have some other questions about business and we'll have you back on again. So thanks, Brian. My pleasure, brother. Thanks for having me. And thanks for all you do for this industry. You're welcome. That's a wrap for this episode. We have a few requests. Visit podcast.consocarry.com to enter in for a weekly prize giveaway. Remember, you can't win without entering and your entries do not carry over from week to week. This week's podcast winner is Tom C, and he won a palm pepper spray. Next week's prize is Ready Up Handgun Cleaning Kit. Visit podcast.consocarry.com to enter in for this week's prize giveaway. Remember to check out our website, where you can search for various topics from marketing to instructor training at firearmtrainerpodcast.com, or you can leave us a comment on an episode. Visit our sponsors, especially the Firearm Trainers Association, check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember, use promo code FTP10 for 10% off. Remember to check out the Guardian Conference on September 17th through the 19th in Oklahoma City for an opportunity to take training from some of the best trainers in the nation. Price includes breakfast and lunch. And you have the opportunity to network with like-minded individuals. Go to guardianconference.com for more info. If you have any ideas? For new episodes, suggestions on guests to have, or feedback, please email us at ftp at Please share our podcast on your social media so other instructors can get the great information you're getting. Trainers need to constantly keep up to date on new information. Our podcast is focused on doing just that. Remember, we bring you this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.